We love supporting and promoting the creators of musical theater throughout the world. And we would love to have your support as well. Go to musicaltheaterradio.com and click on the Become a Patron button because a supportive community is a strong community. Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theater Radio. I'm your host as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. We are heading to the other side of the world once again to the land down under. And if I could be there physically in Fairfield, New South Wales, I'd be checking out the production of Little Women that's hitting the stage from June 1st to the 4th. 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 It's it's been a, it's an early morning. To tell us all about the production and themselves, we've got the director producer Olivia Ruggiero and two of the actors Seamus and Phoebe Fury joining us today. So, without further ado, let's welcome Olivia, Seamus, and Phoebe to the show. Hello, everybody. Hi. Awesome. So before we get into the production and everything, we want to get to know you people a little bit better. So I always ask a 30 second bio from all my guests. So Olivia, you're on the spot on the clock. Who are you in 30 seconds? Oh, that's a lot to wrap up in 30 seconds. Okay. So I am a music theater performer, actress, singer, producer, director, creator, writer, I wear many hats. I've been in the industry for a long time. I started when I was 14. I first discovered theatre when I was eight with a production of Wizard of Oz starring Nikki Webster at the Sydney Lyric Theatre. That was my introduction, but I really fell in love of it, um, in love with it when I was 14 and I played Nancy and Oliver in a local high school production back in my hometown of Bathurst. Uh, and from there, it just sort of spiralled and spitballed and I ended up doing a whole bunch of shows, including Little Women in my youth when I was about 18 or 19. I then went and studied a Bachelor of Music Theatre um, at the Queensland Conservatorium. And from there, uh, we had a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> don't know if you heard about it. And, <laughs> and so the industry sort of stopped for a little while. Um, which sort of led me into my creative pursuits. So I ended up writing my first one-woman show, Puppets, uh, which then sort of toured internationally and ended up at Edinburgh Fringe Festival last year. From there, I wrote my second show and co-created it with my director and friend, Carly Fisher, who runs Theatre Travels here in Australia. Uh, we've just started touring that and we're heading internationally this year, which is very exciting for us. Um, so yeah, and in the meantime, I've been directing and producing shows for the last sort of four years as much as I can during COVID. But yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. Very nice. All right. So uh, Seamus, let's go to you. 30 seconds. Who are you? Well, um, as you know, I'm Seamus and um, I completely love musical theatre. And I think it's all due to the thanks of this incredible woman beside me, Olivia Ruggiero. She has really inspired me to pursue the passion and um, eventually find some amazing actors and performers um, that, are, that do musical theatre on stage. One particular example is the famous Jeremy Jordan, who I absolutely love. And I love him in Newsies. I think it was absolutely phenomenal. So I did a deep dive and I started learning his song Santa Fe and sung it in a couple of comps and won, which was absolutely amazing. But on the topic of my own musicals, um, I have been in um, under the director of Olivia and she has really um, made me show my talent on stage which is very very good and I've taken the initiative and joined other community theatre groups in Bankstown where I did the Music Man as an ensemble 
And with Olivia, I did Aladdin as the genie, which I think that was my biggest role so far, which I was very proud of. Yeah, that's me. Very cool. And Phoebe, can you top that? I'm not sure I can top it, but (laughs) my journey into musical theatre, music in general, and the creative arts definitely began with the introduction of Liv. Um, It all started around four years ago when I initially started taking singing lessons and from there, um, well, with Liv, and from there we, I auditioned for the musical. She ended up directing Into the Woods where I played Cinderella, which was my first role. And it was honestly the most amazing experience. Um, So Seamus and I have a history in dancing as well. So um, it was done through our dance school, Um, but it was, Honestly, like, so we've always been used to the performing sort of feel, and this was like a whole nother level of performing, which Seamus and I both love so incredibly. Like it has pretty much become our lives. Um, yes, we are definitely very involved in that. And it it was so amazing. And now doing Little Women with Liv again, it's like, just the feel of it is so good. I can't explain Fantastic. it. Fantastic. So I, I always like to get to know, now, now, Olivia, have you always been into musical theater? I know you talked a little bit about it, you know, when you were a kid, you did some stuff, but were you always into it? And were you the, were you the black sheep of the family? Or is this a family of artsy people who love performing? I wouldn't say I was the black sheep, but I, I definitely was, I'm the first one to sort of pursue the creative arts in my family. So I do come from my two sides of my family are very different. I have my dad's side and that's a little bit musical. I had an aunt who sort of used to be a singer and was involved in some radio shows and that, you know, in the fifties and sixties on his side of the family, but it wasn't um, really creatively pursued. Um, And then on my mum's side, I have Italian and Polish heritage. So that European descent very much um, instilled a love of the arts in me. And that's where it really came from. So like I said, my grandma actually took me to see Wizard of Oz with Nikki Webster in it. Um, And then I remember her taking me to see the Phantom of the Opera movie when it was released, I think back in the early 2000s, showing my age. Um, uh, But yeah, my mum was a trumpet player. She loved music growing up. She played in orchestras and bands. And I think if she had her time over, she'd probably pursue a creative uh, route in her life, but that's not sort of the path she ended up taking. So my dad's a history teacher and my mum worked in retail and banks and things like that. Uh, I started playing piano when I was eight. I was a rather precocious child. So I told my mother I was going into a singing Steadford when I was 10, which is sort of like a competition over here in Australia. And she was like, you can't do that. Um, you don't know how to sing. And I was like, no, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sing tomorrow from Annie. Uh, and I got half a mark off third, uh, did really well. And the adjudicator sort of said to mum, you know, I think you need to get her a teacher. So we did. And it sort of spiraled from there. So I always loved it, but it was never going to be a career. From the age of four, I was hell bent on being an archaeologist, which seems really far fetched now and quite out of this world and bizarre. I sort of didn't think about pursuing theatre until I was about 14 or 15. And I performed in my first musical and it's it's like a gateway drug, isn't it? Uh, and I think Seamus and Phoebe sort of touched on that when they were talking in their bios, you know, once you get a little taste of it, you just can't stop and you can't go back. 
it's it just you keep coming back for more and so when I sort of had to make those big decisions in life you know when you're 17 and everyone puts you on the spot and goes what are you going to do with your whole life um and you have no idea how do you know when you're 17 what you want to do with your life but (laughs) I decided that um the creative arts was something that I wanted to be involved in and I didn't know the capacity that that would be but I knew that it was the thing that I wanted to pursue and I've ended up wearing many many hats um, but yeah, definitely, it definitely wasn't in the family so much, but it was around me. And I think, um, my parents have always been incredibly supportive, which I'm very, very lucky for. They've always, they literally chased me around the world. Both of my parents ended up in Scotland when I was performing in at Edinburgh last year. Um, so I'm very blessed in that way that they sort of go, you know, this is what you want to do. And yes, it's crazy. And, you know, who in their right mind would pursue theatre as a career given the last three years that we've had, but go for it, which is really, really awesome. Nice. Now, I've asked the same thing of you, Phoebe and Seamus, except, you know, if I said when you were younger, maybe not going to fit as well. And the listeners can't see this, but uh, how old are you guys? And and that's the first question, I guess, Seamus. Um, so I am 16 years old. Okay. And, and Phoebe? You're 11. I am 14 in year 10. Okay. Oh, 15. Yeah, she's been- <laughs> <laughs> You're getting so old, you've already forgotten how old you are. <laughs> so like, yeah, younger for them was like five minutes ago. Exactly. So so we'll, we'll throw that question out the window. <laughs> well, because you're, you're, you're brother and sister, correct? Yes. yes. So I asked the same question. Are, are you to the black sheep of the family or is it a whole family of artistic people? <laughs> um, I think we are the start of something new in our family. Hold okay. on a hot tip. Hold on a hot tip. <laughs> except, except, here we go. Except my father is was in lots of school musicals when he was younger and school plays and his talent um, probably um, uh, like immense and evolved in us basically, yeah. And he's currently, he's actually in Little Women. Oh. So, um, James, yeah, I know, right? It's a whole family affair, this show. Um, so James took a 32-year break from the stage um, and we had a bit of a, a kerfuffle finding a Mr. Lawrence for the mm-hmm. production of Little Women. Um, we had one and then unfortunately he got sick and couldn't do it. Um, and so I'm sitting there sort of going, I don't know what I'm going to do, like, because we'd already cast it and auditions had happened. So I called, I actually called Evie, James's wife, Phoebe and James's mum first, and I was like, look, do you think James would consider doing this? And she's like, I think you need to speak to him. And I was like, yeah, I'm just kind of asking your permission first. <laughs> she's like, I'll be alone in the audience watching my whole family on stage. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We've roped her into some backstage stuff. So it really is literally a whole family affair at this point. Nice. Well, let's talk about the the production Little Women, which is going up uh, June 1st to the 4th, uh, 2023. Um, So, Olivia, what made you want to produce in uh, community theatre and make Little Women your first show? Madness. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, so I did Little Women 10 years ago back home. It was the last production I did before I left home. Uh, And I sort of wanted to, I'd obviously produced two of my one woman shows and had gotten into independent theatre and really liked that side of things. But I've always wanted to do Little Women again. It's a show that stayed with me. It meant a lot to me. And over my course of 
um, directing and producing and working in youth theatre, I have met incredible talents like Seamus and Phoebe and knew that I had the talent in Western Sydney to produce the show and just sort of prayed that they'd all turn up and audition and, and want to do it. And I was really, really very lucky. They all did. Um, so we had lots, lots to choose from and it worked out well in my favour, I suppose, in that way. But, yeah, I suppose it came, it's the heart piece. Like I love Little Women. I love the show. I love the book. I love the movies. I love everything about it. I think it's such a classic tale. I think there's a reason it's endured. And I think bringing it to this generation and allowing it to continue, is, it's been so rewarding and I don't regret a second of it. Um, branching into community theatre has been an eye-opener. I mean, I did community theatre younger as a performer, but my gosh, there are a lot of hours that go into it and a lot of volunteers and a lot of hard work and a lot of me calling up parents and friends and going, hey, can you come and like wallpaper sets at 9pm at night? Um, and can you <laughs> can you get a trailer and can you move said sets to a new location? Like just mad things like that. But everyone, what's incredible is community theatre, it's in the name. We all band together to become this amazing community. So, yeah, I suppose I had experienced that and I had pleasant memories of it and, and it brought me a lot of joy and I wanted to allow this generation, you know, the children and their families to see what it, what it can be, what theatre can be. Yeah, community theater is so important because they, everyone does it for the love, you know, and not not be paid, not to the glory, just for the love of of being a part of something, and it's something special to be involved in a community theater. Uh, Phoebe, let me ask you, what part do you play? And uh, you know, is there anything you've discovered about yourself playing the part or just being in the show in general? Um, so I play the role of Margaret March. And I think this role is definitely a, a change in relation to the past roles I've played. So I've generally been cast as like the Disney side of um, flitty princesses and stuff <laughs> like that sort of um, like creation of a character. So the change into Little Women and Meg in particular, she's a lot more like real life sort of thing, like the whole play in general. And because um, like Seamus and I are, we have such great relationships with everyone in the cast and it's like a family. So we really like suit the, the play and like the show because we all just fit, if that makes sense. And like all our relationships, it, it has the family that little women brings and it really like it's an eye-opener considering the different types of shows that are out there it's more realistic yeah and it's really interesting too like um we've got this new generation doing it and phoebe we were actually having this chat just earlier about how i found it fascinating because i remember how we did it 10 years ago and what we all brought to it and Phoebe's character in particular, I mean, Meg is often seen as, we were talking about, like the traditional um, romantic, little bit sort of damsel in distressy can come across that way very much. But what's interesting about Phoebe, and I know Phoebe very well, I've known Phoebe for four, four years. Four years, there you go. <laughs> um, and I've watched her grow, but she's got a bit of spunk to her and a bit of 
she's a bit feisty. She can be feisty, right, babes? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she brings that to Meg. We see a bit of a different side of Meg. We see a bit of a cheeky side of Meg and a little bit of a flirty side of Meg that sort of is nice and refreshing. You know, we don't just get the nice, pretty, like Phoebe said, Disney princess. You know, she was Cinderella and Into the Woods and then Jasmine and Aladdin and, you know, yeah, like we, those characters can be very two-dimensional and they can be played that way, particularly when you're young and you're doing youth theatre. Mm-hmm. But this is um, this is refreshing, I think, for everyone. And they're getting to, you know, explore some really um, interesting layered characters. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about um, community theatre as well, um, because I do, I do work with students, but a lot of the students at a university who aren't in the theatre program. So they're environmental scientists and things like that. And people who haven't been, you know, trained necessarily or or had been doing a lot can bring something fresh and new. And, and it sounds like Phoebe's doing that, is bringing a different side to the character that might not have been around. So wonderful. Congratulations, Phoebe, on, on finding that. That's awesome. Uh, Seamus, let me ask you, what part do you play and what have you discovered about yourself or about the show? Well, um, I play Laurie, Theodore Lawrence III, and um, I really like this character, actually. I think he is um, a step up of the characters that I've played in the past because he's, he is, he's, such a, he's such a character that you can delve into and explore lots of different emotions. Like, the, all the characters in this show are dreamers, and I believe Laurie's a main key dreamer. Like, he wants to escape his own world and just live his own life away from all the restrictions of his world. And that's why... He dreams. He dreams of all the wondrous things he could do or can be. And that's why he wants Joe in the show, because of the connection that they have. And they're both dreamers. And that's their connection. And, um, yeah, but in myself, um, I'm also a determined person. And I love to go big. And that's why I feel Laurie and I are connected, because we're both determined individuals and we want what we want. And we will try to do anything we can to get there. So, yeah. Perfect. Uh, Olivia, tell us a little bit more about other people in the show or other, uh, some of the other, you know, the music directors and choreographers, etc. Tell us a little bit more about the people in the production because it takes a, it takes a family to put something like it this. It takes a village. <laughs> it does. <laughs> a whole village. Yeah, so we have an amazing cast of, uh, I think it's 10 performers in the show and we've got two understudies as well. I have an assistant director and I have an assistant choreographer. It's not a heavy dance show, so we didn't really need a full-time choreographer. So we gave that part to another youth in the community, the beautiful Ava. She's a dancer and she sort of wants to explore that side of the dance world. And I went, well, this is not a dance heavy show. So let's give you a bit of a whirl and see how you go. And I'll be there to guide you along the way as, as it happens. And she's done an amazing, amazing job. So proud of her and how far she's come. Uh, and then we have our stage manager, Beth, who's also one of our understudies. She's understudy for Beth too, which can get quite confusing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we've got some amazing talent in the show. So um, Alana, who plays Joe, um, that was the hardest role to fill for sure, and it's the role that I played. So a little bit of a possessive megalomaniac about it. Uh, <laughs> finding anyone that I was like, I want you to do this role was going to be a hard task uh, but Alana really personifies Joe. she's got that fire she is driven she's passionate um, and she is a tiny pocket rocket um, with a powerhouse voice and a lot of joy 
So she's brought that to Joe, which is beautiful. Um, then we've got Tiana who plays Beth um, and she, Tiana is like a bundle of joy. So it's quite lovely. I think Beth can often be the sad character in the show, right? Like she can become a bit of a, a dreary one. Obviously she passes away um, in, in the novel and in the show, in the second act. So a lot of people sort of go, oh, Beth's so sad, but Tiana is so joyful. And that's who she is as a person. And she's brought that spirit to Beth. And I actually think it makes the show far more alive. I mean, you guys would probably agree mm. with that. Yeah. Um, and we've got the beautiful Madison playing Mommy. She's actually Alana's sister. So it really is a family affair. Like it's, everyone's related. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a really complex family tree. <laughs> Madison, she plays Mommy. She's beautiful. She's warm. She's kind. They all sort of have these traits from their characters that they brought, which is really beautiful. I love it. It's inspiring. But I think the um, the most exciting part of the show for me has been seeing Ruby, who plays our Amy, um, really come to life. Now, as a Joe, Amy can be a difficult character c- to connect with. <laughs> I think for a lot of people she can be that character. You know, we sit there and go, oh, gosh, can't stand her. Like she's annoying, <laughs> she's bratty, um, she's petulant, you know, all of these things but Ruby and I don't know how she's done it like if you two can shed any light on this please feel free because as a director the first time she sort of did any scene I was like I really like you and I don't I can't quite put my finger on what it is about it don't get me wrong she's still bratty and she's still petulant and she is all of those things but you empathize with her and there's this fantastic scene that um, is in the show that Alana and Ruby play out uh, where Amy burns Joe's book and Joe discovers that and it, is, it, expl- it explodes. It is, um, it's a really pivotal moment in the show. And these two, I said to them, look, I said, you're sisters and you're having a fight, right? Now these two have siblings, so I'm sure that they've had sibling fights before, um, both Ruby and Alana. And I swear that I, I wouldn't want to be in their household when they were having an argument. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They just went at each other. And it is explosive. But at the same time, you sit there and you go, oh, poor Amy. Oh, poor Amy. She just wants to be heard and she just wants something that's hers. Like, is that the worst thing in the world? Can we blame her for that? And then I'm sitting there thinking to myself, hold on a minute, this child's a brat. She just burnt a book. Why are you sympathising with her? It's so conflicting. But that's what I'm loving about this this version. And I do think it's um, this generation. They're bringing something very modern to it. It still feels classic. We're still in big hoop skirts, aren't we, Phoebes? Mm-hmm. We're getting used to those. <laughs> We're still in lovely um, morning suits and, and jackets, aren't we, yes. Yeah. <laughs> getting used to those potent tails and all those sorts of things. But um, yeah, they brought some sort of modernity to it and a little bit of spunk and a little bit of fire. And I like that. It doesn't feel like, oh, this was a show that was written in the 1890s and is set in the 1860s and, you know, he, he's this drudge. It feels fresh. It's very exciting. Very nice. Well, congratulations to all three of you for, for getting the show on its feet and for the production that you've got coming up. So speaking of it, how do people get tickets to it? How do they learn more about your production? So tickets are on sale. We go on show. We go on. When do we go on? When first, do we, of the first of the fourth of June. Famous <laughs> <laughs> knows when he's on stage. Isn't that good? Excellent start. Um, 
Yep, so tickets are on sale. You can buy them through the Humanitics website. They're on our Instagram, which is at Olivia Ruggiero Productions, or our Facebook page, Olivia Ruggiero. Um, if you Google Little Women Fairfield, it's the first thing that comes up. Uh, <laughs> so um, there's lots of lots of ways to get tickets. Uh, June 1st to June 4th, we have five shows. Is yeah. that? Yes, five shows. Yes, I'll be there for all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so will these guys. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. So please come along, get your tickets. It's um, it's a beautiful show. It's a classic tale, and um, it's been a real joy to work with work with these guys on it. Fantastic. Again, congratulations to all three of you. I look forward to uh, hearing more about the three of you in the future, and you know what your endeavors are. So you'll have to come back if you've got another show. If you want to promote something, because I love uh, meeting new people, especially. You know, people from around the world. This is what uh, musical theater is. It doesn't matter where you are on the planet. We all share the same love. Uh, so, yeah, it was great to meet the three of you. And thank you for coming on today and letting everyone know about your show. No, thank you. We've had such a wonderful time and it's been a real joy. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. We were just speaking with Olivia Ruggiero and Seamus and Phoebe Fury as they are a director, producer and actors in the show Little Women, which is running from June 1st to the 4th uh, in Fairfield, New South Wales, Australia. So if you are down there already, make sure you go check them out. All right. Tune in next week as we'll speak with another guest or guests about their love, life and passion. That is musical theater. I am your host as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. And until next time. I'll see you when I see you.